Hi everyone, we are the Gooders, people who do good. We help people dealing with life challenges and empower them to help others. Today, we are hosting Sara Guarino. Uh, it's great to have you with us. Uh, have you with us? Um, this podcast is brought to you by CirclesUp.com, the go-to place for people that are dealing with life challenges like grief, divorce, cancer, etc. In every episode, we speak with an inspiring person who moderates an audio chat room for people dealing with the same life challenge. We will tell their stories and story and the story of the members of their group. So thank you so much for being with us, Sarah. I'm looking forward to hear your story. So please feel free to share your story. Yeah, so thank you once again for having me. Um, my name is Sarah Guarino, and I am a type 1 diabetic slash model. Um, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at seven years old, and it was a very shocking diagnosis. No one in my family has it. And it was definitely something that my family and I had to learn a lot about to kind of overcome. And as I grew older, I never really saw other people that looked like me that had infusion sites like me and it was really hard to meet people like me so I was fortunate enough to work at a camp for kids with type 1 diabetes but besides that that was the only place I could really find type 1 diabetics and it was quite isolating it was very hard and I'd say around COVID um, 2020 it just really It had been about like 10 years since my diagnosis, 12 years since my diagnosis. And it was just hard not being able to really be around anyone, but especially try to find people like myself. Um, and then I started my Instagram page, Runaway with SAR. And I started playing around about how I wanted to go about kind of advocating. And I found that people really love just my fashion. So I started doing both together. So advocating and fashion and everybody really loves how I try to make an inclusive space um, on my page and how I try to bring inclusivity into the, the world of fashion. And that's where I am now. Wow. That's, that's an amazing story. And, uh, and kind of like you did all the way through from isolation to supporting other people. And uh, can I take you back to the minute, like the, the time that you're realize that you have diabetes and what does it mean for your life? Like, do you remember, like, what did it feel like and thoughts that you had maybe? Yeah, so there was, since I was seven when I was diagnosed, there's not one moment I can really pinpoint, but I just always knew I felt different and not the good kind of difference. So I just felt like I stood out, like my infusion sites, they can be in my arms, they can be in my stomach, but... They just were always seemed to be visible. My pump itself is pretty visible. Um, and I always got questions about it, and I welcomed the questions. Uh, but it was this lack of information, this lack of this people always assuming things about it, and it would start to get to me. So I'd say when I knew I had it, I'd say I was in like, you know, elementary school still because I had to be it's something you have to be very aware of. But when I really felt like I hadn't felt these kind of negative feelings, this isolated feeling, I'd say was like my freshman year of college, 2020. Do you remember like when you, the first time or the, maybe like the first times that you spoke with someone that has diabetes as well? And how did it feel like? So the first time I can like consciously remember talking to somebody with diabetes was 
I was in about the fifth grade and it was actually the first time I went to that camp I mentioned earlier and it was really refreshing. It was, it felt so good being in a place where everybody knew what I was going through, had what I was going through. It was so great. I wish it lasted all year round. Um, so then to later be able to have the opportunity to work there was the best feeling ever. And it really helped me over the years kind of, I think, deal with my condition. And I think 2020 not being able to work there was why it was so such a big moment in my life for me because I didn't have that place to run to all of a sudden. And it just, it was scary. Yeah. Can you, like, I'm listening to you and I'm like, I'm realizing that I don't know what, what does it feel like? What do you feel that people with diabetes understand that you're dealing with that people like, like me can't understand or it's harder for us to understand? So I feel like most often I come across people who assume type 1 diabetes is like type 2 diabetes when they're not, they're not really the same. Um, I have an autoimmune disorder. Type 2 diabetes is not an autoimmune disorder. Um, so that's the biggest thing. And then also just the fact that every time I eat, I have to inject myself with insulin or put insulin through my pump. So that's the big one. So it's a lot of, there's a lot of decisions I have to make every single day um, regarding what I eat, when I eat, how much I eat, do I have enough insulin in my pump to cover what I ate, all those things. And then afterwards, did I take the right amount of insulin? Am I gonna, is my blood sugar gonna crash too low? Is my blood sugar gonna go too high? Cause I didn't take enough. There's just these constant thoughts running through my head as I go about my day that at this point, sometimes I feel like they're not even at the forefront of my mind because it's been almost 15 years living with it. And I'm just conditioned to like, go, go, go. And like, at the same time, doing everything I need to do to take care of myself. So that's like diabetes in a nutshell, I feel. Um, and the things I feel are most often um, not understood about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it totally make, makes sense. And like made me make me realize as always in life challenges that you don't really understand what people are going through. Like even yeah. though you can be, there's a lot of sympathy, but it's really hard to understand. And it sounds like, and I, I browse your uh, uh, Instagram page and it looks like there's a lot of people that are getting support and, uh, uh, and you share uh, uh, things. So um, codes for you. So, and you decided, so that was like, you mentioned 2020 is kind of like a, a change, uh, a change in time when you decided to, that you want to help other people or be out there, right? With uh, um because you couldn't go to the, the camp that you mentioned. Um, can you can you remember like the first time that you realized that having this Instagram page is really meaningful to other people and make, making a difference? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know if I can pinpoint the moment, but I'd say actually last year, um, one of the medical companies that makes technology for me, they reposted me on their Instagram. And I got like my whole Instagram, like blew up. I got comments, DMs, like from most of them, younger people saying how much it meant to them, seeing somebody that looked like them in the media and seeing someone who was so comfortable just being them. And that was a huge turning point for me. Cause I guess I never really consciously realized how much I helped people by sharing, you know, photos of me modeling or like, just any type of fashion related photo with me, with my like sites very open. Mm -hmm. And 
when they posted this on their Instagram, just so many people came to my page, followed me, supported me, and also asked for advice, said they were just diagnosed. How can they get that confidence? And it was really a beautiful thing because I feel like in the diabetes community, it's this constant like giving, but like when you give, somebody else gives to you and you receive, which is really beautiful. It's a very supportive community. So I think that was the first moment I really realized, wow, like what I'm doing is a lot bigger than I realized. And it was a really beautiful thing. Oh, that's amazing. And I think I 100% agree with you that I think part of our healing or dealing with things is like supporting other people. And that's kind of like the the wheel of people that are getting support and then providing support to others. And then uh, the others are providing support to others. And that's kind of like the, you know, the wheel of, uh, of goodness, if you will. Uh, that's why we call yeah. it the gooders, because we think that really people that choose to help other people, it really makes a difference. And getting it from people that are dealing with the same life challenges, it's really, really meaningful. Um, so you, you um, decided to open audio rooms on the, on the Circles app and you're supporting people there. Um, can you tell a little bit about kind of like, how does your rooms look like? Like, what do you, what do you talk about? And then uh, we can talk about maybe members, but how does like, what's, what are you talking about with, with the people that joined your rooms? Absolutely. So all different things. I mean, I've had a lot of, a lot of the people who come in my rooms definitely have been diagnosed for less time than I have. So I definitely think that I've been able to help them a lot, and it's kind of as people come in, you know, like it, it depends on what they're looking for. I kind of try to gear the room towards that. So because it's such a layered kind of disease, um, there's a lot that you might want to talk about. So I think one of the biggest things that I end up talking is support group. The It's actually been proven in through multiple studies that I, second to insulin supports the biggest thing a type 1 diabetic needs in their life in order to not experience what we call a diabetic burnout. Um, and a lot of people, unfortunately, don't have that. I'm very fortunate to have a very supportive family, but not everybody has that supportive family. Not everybody has a lot of friends they can turn to. Even me with my friends, I'm so grateful for them. But if they don't have diabetes, it's very hard for them to understand. So having like a room where I think somebody knows exactly what you go through is just very comforting a lot of college age kids do come to my room just because i'm finishing up my last year of nursing school mm -hmm. um but just a lot of supporting and like, like reassuring people to know that they're not alone and that their thoughts are thoughts that i have felt when it comes to my relationship with diabetes that it's okay to feel that kind of burnout feeling and all those things so just reassuring them that it's okay to feel those like not so great feelings of, with your relationship with diabetes, but also reminding them that those, the sooner you get your relationship with diabetes back on track, the better you'll feel and the better quality of life you'll be able to have. And you'll be able to just, you know, enjoy it more. So I try to center everything around positivity. Uh, and I think it's really been beneficial to anybody who has come to my room. It sounds like it. There's like a, a feedback system uh, on the app, and people are providing feedback to your rooms, and the feedbacks are amazing. Like people are getting, getting a lot of value. Can you think of one or two members that got into the room, and what was their story like more specifically, um, and like, and what they you think they got out of it? The reason I'm asking again is because the more 
uh, as specific we are in the in the in the stories that we tell and the value the, the people that will listen to this podcast will obviously it will resonate with them and they will feel less lonely so of course so um somebody who came into my room recently somebody who I also met through my page actually I encouraged her to come just because I knew she was recently diagnosed this past March so very very new mm. and She just shared that like there were a lot of things that she felt she wasn't told about to kind of help her with her journey. I mean, I personally don't drink, but you know your early twenties is the probably biggest time you drink um in your life, and they didn't even explain to her kind of the method you should go about drinking and dealing with insulin because there's kind of a a specific method that um diabetics practice to like make sure that they can be healthy through drinking with their drinking habits and you know make sure that their blood sugar does not get too high or too low and I was kind of shocked to hear that and I was like really sad because she just told me she like went to a wedding and she was you know like really struggling to like you know enjoy the wedding and have a drink or two without being very fearful that something would go wrong so I was like okay We were actually over time, but I was like, "I don't even care. This is like actually not even just about like support. This is like about safety. So I was like, "This is how I was taught through like my you know nurses and doctors, and like this is how I'm gonna explain it to you." And she was like, "Wow, like that's actually so helpful. And especially with the holidays were coming up, and you know, a lot of people also drink around the holidays. So I was just really grateful to know that she was able to like have that peace of mind because she was like, "I don't drink often, but when I do, I'd like to know I'm doing it safely with my diabetes because she was just diagnosed about like eight months ago. And it was just like a really like special moment to me to know, especially because I am finishing up my nursing like schooling, and I will be a nurse in the fall, that I was able to provide like not only support but actual information on how to safely go about something that people do in their you know life just to you know enjoy holidays, something special in their life, like to celebrate something. And it felt really nice to know that the information I passed on to her is something she could also pass on to other people she meets. so, Yeah. and that that's amazing and, and it sounds like you really supported her do you, do you were there other people in the room as well or it was just like people left and it was just the two of you it was just the two of us because it was after the room technically should have ended so that one was just us um I wish there were more people there because I feel like a lot of people don't know how to do it the right way um but still even just one person I feel like is so much better than just you not being able to help anybody so 100 percent uh, agree with you and I think that you were there for her which is which is amazing um, thanks thanks for sharing is there any uh, other member that pops in mind or other story um, another uh, member that pops in my mind is a college student and just talking about what it's like going through college with um, type 1 diabetes and just like the funny like stories you kind of have that go along with it like How loud our insulin pumps beep, and like that one was like special to me because that's something that I don't really love about my insulin pump it's the when it decides to beep it's beep beeps very very loud it sounds like a bomb is coming off, and I'm just like, oh my God, like I'll be in public and it's just very embarrassing it's the tension I just don't like that kind of thing and You know being able to laugh about it with her made me feel better about it and I know it made her feel better about it because she had told me about it but 
it's just one of those things that you don't realize how much you get out of it as a leader of these rooms as well. Sometimes like it made me feel, I know the next time one of the alarms went off was during like a lecture hall in my classroom. And then like, normally I'm just like, I like, I sit in the back corner of my classroom. So I was just like, Oh, like normally I just like, like maybe just go as far into the corner as I could, but I kind of like had a new perspective on it. Cause I just had this conversation fresh in my mind and it just silenced the alarm. And, you know, I just, was like nobody said anything to me. I mean, a people, a couple of people like looked back just to like, I think make sure I was okay. But I was like, wow, it's not as big of a deal as I make it out to be. And I think that was kind of important because sometimes, although most of the people who are in my room, I've like had diabetes longer, it doesn't mean that they can't teach me something or give me a new perspective. And I really appreciated that kind of new perspective because it was something little that I didn't realize I struggled with as much as I did. That now I have a little bit of a new perspective on. Yeah. Wow. I love this story uh, in m- many ways, but specifically because you actually were leading the room supporting other people, but that helped you as well. It's kind of like the cycle of support that we... Yeah. It's really, it's a really beautiful thing. It's just about being there for each other, right? Like people... Uh... Wow, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing your story and supporting people in the audio rooms and Yeah, the listeners can go to Circles app and find you find you on the app uh, and join your room. So thank you so much for being there for people. Thank you for having me once again. <laughs>